Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers, and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Is push the bad button. <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much. So you can maximize the now. Who's the favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, got me so, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me, he was like, You really wanna know? And he was like, to be honest. Everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Good evening, good evening. Hi, everybody out there doing the night. It's your boy, Coach Lee. Welcome to the Sports Chatter Show. Tuesday night for some folks. Taco Tuesday for others. Fat Tuesday for the rest. Hope everybody having a good Tuesday night, man. We appreciate y'all hopping in here with us. Man, it's been a minute, but we're back at it. It's time to run one with you guys. But before we can do that, we got my man up from the Northeast. What's up, too? What's happening, player? Oh, what's the word, man? Taco Tuesday. Did you yes, have a taco today? I haven't had one. I actually, I did. I had it for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel so down today, man. No taco for me today, man. Taking Taco Tuesday off today, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna be here. Sports chatter, so get y'all chats and comments ready, you know, because we got some, we got some yeah. stuff to talk about today. So how your day been so far, brother? Can't play, man. It's day by day process. Today been actually good. Had the day off, so I don't know what comes with it, but I was being a little lazy today. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, player. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So, man, it's been um been kind of quiet, but it's never too quiet to not have the sports chatter show. So, we got a couple of hot topics tonight. So, like, um, got a little bit of chatter going on up in there. So, um, I think we're about a week removed from the All Star weekend, and during that weekend, some of the festivities was the announcement of the uh. NBA top 75 team for the 75th anniversary. What a great and honor, man. Great ceremony. I enjoyed it. Great ceremony. And see, Dominique, shout out to you, player. And with that being said, there was a particular snub that happened that um uh we actually got our first one from us today. It's from our brother Godfrey, and um it pertains to Tony Parker being left off the top 75 team so he says um i know why russ is on the top 75 list mr triple double i still would prefer t-mac over damon in list but tony parker to my knowledge he had only one mvp caliber season which was 2009-2012 other than that it was either timmy timmy d or Kawhi. man the disrespect for tony parker man how you feeling about that Oh, man. Tony Parker. Um, great overall career. He's a great overall player. Played for 
one of the best franchises that I've ever seen play basketball. Now, there's a lot of players that were left off this top 75 list. Here you go to this point guard position. We see Russ there. We see Dame there. We see Tony. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have had difficulty in seeing Dame, especially with the year that's gone on with him this year, injuries and whatnot, and then looking to replace Damian Lillard. Yes, I would replace Damian Lillard, but I wouldn't replace, replace him with Tony Parker, and this is why. Okay. Tony Parker had an overall great career, but you played with the likes of Tim Duncan, you played with the likes of Greg Popovich, playing the likes of a great system. You don't, you don't, you you don't have much room to mess up, and you didn't mess up. Tony Parker in his years <laughs> as a spur, in his years as a spur, put up put up a, a, a career high twenty point three, you know, during the season in two thousand twelve, which Tony Parker offensively year by year he turned up. But a name came in I seen in one of the comments earlier. We'll go to the comments in a bit. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard edged out of there. Another guy that, you know, could be feeling a certain way, you know, in an international way, Mono Ginobili. So there's a lot of things that go on here when, when you when you listed things. And I've been watching the game a long time, and everybody has as well. Look at the list, and you see how many international players are on that list. And statistically, you're going to get a number. You're going to get your Dirk Nowinski's. You know, we know what Dirk has done. And you're going to get a bunch of other players. Tony Parker, awesome career. But in terms of top 75 players and the way they was trying to knock this out and pit a few of the new players and the new generation in, Tony's stat line just didn't pop out. True. And, hey, hey, as a guy that's watching on the television screen, Tony Parker did a lot of good things on the basketball court. But replace him with replace him and take Damian Lillard out. I, I wouldn't do that. I, w- okay. I would not do him. There's T Max and there's the Dwight Howards that didn't get it. Um, Adrian Dantley is a player that I, I-, I looked up to growing underrated, up. Underrated, you know? man. That's an underrated you player. Average, the guy averaged over 25 so many times. Oh, because he played in Utah, he didn't get the love. Certain plays didn't make this list. I mean, guys like me in the 90s can have some plays. You know, coach, you're a little older than me. Maybe some guys in the 80s. This guys in the 70s. So this list is always going to be, you know, opinionated. Especially when you got guys that, you know, hoist the trophy. And that's what another thing is nowadays, the trophy. I seen that the Tony Parker, the one ring hit. You know who else got, you know who else got some rings? That may not get on the top 75 list, but, hey, he's my guy. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. And this is guys that's not going to be on the list, but as long as you cherish these guys, anybody's going to have a top 75 list. Now, is the NBA list the solidify list? Okay, you can take it. But it's always barbershop talk. And it's the point of the show tonight, you know, sports status show. So along all this chatter line, it just asks for more barbershop talk. There's a lot I of think, people that made like Tony Parker in that line. I think having to have rings should not be a prerequisite for that because that was the case. Barkley wouldn't be on there, and the mailman wouldn't be on there. It was all about the rings. Tim Duncan made the list. Oh, I seen the crowd comment. Uh, why, yeah, I did see why that. Didn't make it. Vince Carter didn't make the top 75 team. 
and this is why I think that this list is flawed. At I think the top for me, it should be the players owner that made an impact to the game, not necessarily they won championships. People that made impacts to the game, very similar to kind of like, kind of sort of like the Hall of Fame, but. How can you not have a top 75 list to probably one of the, if not the greatest, at least the second greatest dunker of all time in the league history? That, and that, he played for like 20 years. And that's and that's and that's the thing right there where it kind of irks with the lists. Cause now you're trying to take people off the list, you're trying to make the list bigger. And you just added 25 players, realistically. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. They added twenty. They added twenty-five players, and what really could you add from that? You know what I'm saying? Like you have so many dominant players. Like, are you going to take Kobe off? Mm. Are you going to take Ray Allen off? Are you going to take AI off? That's true. Those are guys that he had to play against in the era. And if we remember Vince vividly, Vince was into the game and the Duncan when it came to the games and actually having to win Duncan. Vince Carter wasn't there. Right. You know, we ain't going to talk about the incident with the um, graduation, you know what I'm saying, over the game seven. We're not going to talk about that because that's Vince's decision in life. But ultimately, when you make a list like this in the NBA, stuff like that comes up. That's true. Uh, Somebody said uh, his arm dunk is just like J.R. Ryder East Bay Funk. Iconic moment. But but look at this. We gonna we gonna check this out. Really, see, because this is why errors, and this is why errors. People gonna talk. You had Dominique and Michael Jordan in the eighties. True that. And 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 and, and, and Larry Nance and, to an extent. If we go opinionation, you know, you go Dominique at that time and Mike Vince at his time. Yeah, people were rocking with Vince, but they were just rocking with Vince because of the the ability he had. They wasn't rocking no Vince Carters. They wasn't people were rocking like Vince Carter had a had a pop and then it fell. If it didn't fall, Vince Carter would probably be a top seventy five player. But unlike but but unlike you know say Mike and um and Dominique Vince you know wasn't able to maintain that Dominique and Mike status over time. He's not better than Mike and Dominique, and he wasn't on their level. But Duncan wise, he was. Right. But if Vince would have this you know. This had basketball solemnly on his mind. That's what happened. T Mac, T Mac didn't make the top seventy-five. Now that's that. That one is highway robbery. T Mac didn't make the top seventy-five. No, I'm looking at it's some it's some names on here. Let me see. We got like um, I thought he had gotten left off, but he's on here. Um, where'd it go? Kawhi's on here. Right, they try to put a little bit of new school. They try to put, and, and this is the reason why kind of like mess. It kind of like that yeah, because team like the 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 generation now players. They they added a few players from this generation to kind of make it spicy because this is kind of right. what the generation is relevant to the younger people. True. So True. I can see where you know people our age would 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 have you know anger towards it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some people from the, their careers ain't even over yet. You know what I'm saying? They're top That's 75 cool. players and their careers ain't even over yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
but you could say that back then when they made the top 50. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, so yeah. it's like the, the, some some plays, some plays, you know what I'm saying? So it's 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 like I said, it's barbershop talk. And it's always gonna be barbershop talk. And as long as it is barbershop talk, we always gonna have something to discuss. Hey, this favorite plays that people will say that you're like, no way he'll make the he's no way he's gonna make the top 75 NBA list. But I can't I can't judge a person's eyes on what they're watching, who they like. Shout out to you, uh Cedric. Appreciate tuning in, fam. So let's look at a couple of these comments from uh, from some of our members. Um, Gary said, legit question, is Russ in the same category as Kevin Love? Both padded stats because they were by far the best option on the team. While on, while on L.A., his numbers aren't as good, similar to Love on Cleveland. Still good numbers, but not near what the what the production was when Russ was on LKC and Love was on Minnesota. Westbrook hmm. solidified himself with the season that he had. When he averaged a triple double. He solidified it. I'm going to be real, real. Dwight Howard, another guy. Dwight Howard should have been on the top 75 list. I don't he care what you In this generation, he should have been there. He should have. He should have been there. Real talk. This is funny. I do Dwight Howard. Somebody um, wanted to know, uh, Facebook user, I think it might be my brother. He said, did Cheryl Miller's little brother make it? <laughs> did Reggie make it? I believe. I know he's on the 51, right? Yeah, I believe I believe Reggie Miller is a top 75 player. Yeah, he's on there. Cheryl should have been on there then. Cheryl should have replaced Reggie. Yep. Um, Dominic asked an interesting question in here in, in the, in the show question. comments. Um, what do you look at analytically when deciding the top 75? You're not looking at anything analytically. <laughs> this is the thing. And this is why I don't I hate the fact that now it's all analytics. No, it's not. It's not. Because Tony Parker analytically would be in. But the fact that you had guys in a great system around you and you ran a system like that, that's why. That's why you didn't get in. They like the pounders, the guy that the guys that are pitting up the the the, the I mean high usage rates and and, and 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 pitting up baskets and baskets. You know that's what they want. Can you tell the Spurs story without mentioning Tony Parker? Yeah, you can add another point guard in there. Hmm. Amy Johnson won the championship with them. Okay, I'm not. I, I'm just saying, Tony Parker for where for he came from France into the league. You know, the Spurs were able to, you know, contract wise, be in him, be friendly as they can be, keep him in the system. They had Timmy, they had Mono, they was running some good stuff. They had a good system. I mean, without them, who knows? They had other counterparts to handle in. But when Tony ball, Tony hooped. But at the end of the day, those other guys are on TV every day and they got commercials and all that stuff. 
Tony Rome, you hear Tony Parker in the airlines, he's getting hit in the corona in the eye at a Chris Brown party. Okay, I'm kind of seeing this now. I'm looking at some of Tony, um, some of TP's awards. He's four time all NBA. Um, he made the all rookie team. Um, finals MVP one time, NBA player of the month one time, seven times player of the week, one time NBA sport news rookie of the year, and one Olympic appearance. Now that you look at it in that context, it's a little underwhelming. Hey, he worked his butt off. He worked his butt off. There's going to be plenty of people in this world that's going to work their behinds off that are not going to get on a list like this. But, man, you got the hood. Got sports talk with friends as well as a bunch of people in the world that's going to have different opinions. Tony Parker's an interesting name. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be anybody else. You know, this dude could be talking about T-Mac and T-Mac's not over there over, you know, Ray Allen or somebody. You know, whatever. You say it. It ultimately makes for good talk. Paul Gasol. That's another guy. Now, if you're talking international, would you pick Paul Gasol in or would you put in um, Tony Parker? Mm. I will probably say... Gasol had more to do with Kobe winning his ring after Shaq left than Tony Parker did with Tim Duncan had had him in his Moose. rings. Moose was in Memphis pinning that work. Now I see he four was. names here. Yeah. I see okay, Tony Parker, Paul Gasol, Tracy McGrady, Dwight Howard. I say yes to Howard, yes to T Mac. I can go without Gasol. You can go without Parker. Yeah. You know? If I had to rank them, Park would be number four. So looking at it in that context, not as much of a disservice as I thought it was originally. Not at all. But I don't now, but I don't think Dame should have went in over, over any of those other three. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think there was just more, like I said, to the to the to the new people today watching the game, which I mind boggles me, but he's in there. Happens to be if Dame Lillard ever loses that spot. <laughs> See, Godfrey says in 09 he was in the running for MVP one season, where I want to say he was averaging 21 and 9. 21 and 9. That's not very impressive for MVP caliber season. Chris Paul do it's that not. on a regular basis. <laughs> and he said one season. But, yeah, Tony was Tony was a great player, man. Don't never never let no matter oh, if yeah. he's not on the or not, don't ever ever not say that Tony Parker was not a good player. It's gonna be a lot of good players. There's a lot of good basketball players in this world. That don't get the opportunity to step foot on the NBA parquet floor. You know, there's people that we live by that we tell their stories still nine days and they haven't touched the ball in like 20 years. That's true. How do we go with going? TP lack of endorsement. I like that right there. See, I was getting to that too. You know, the TV marketing and all that stuff, like you know, all that stuff comes in too. Nah. Would you put Chris Bosch on your Bosch? list? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. He, nah, he's local. Like I'm going to say no. <laughs> nah, nah. 
Chris Bosh, I don't even know. They were so nice. Like, with the NBA, nice flowers. They gave him nice flowers. Like, shout out to Chris Bosh, though. Shout out to Chris Bosh. He's not a bad player. I wouldn't put him on the top 75 list. No. I wouldn't put him on the top 100 list. I wouldn't even put him on a 150 list. But we got to remember, LeBron James sitting at that table, too, man. He's got this new generation, man. I'm telling you. LeBron's like, yo, Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh. Did you see what he played? Did you see what he did with me? <laughs> Don't mind these listeners, guys, man. Just keep chatting. Mm-mm-mm. Were you ready for a first break for tonight, brother? Yes, indeed. We're going to take our first brigity brigity break for tonight. we be back in about 15, 20 seconds. Y'all hold tight in there. The next topic that's coming up. Might get a little bit testy, man. Gonna be some opinionated folks in here on this one, but we'll be right back shortly. Y'all hold tight. Hey, what's going on, man? It's cornerback Delvin Bro here from your favorite team, New Orleans Saints. I just want to grade on and give a shout out to STWF Media for allowing me to come on and talk about my testimony, my story, and also talk fantasy football. I just want to say thank you, man, for the honor. I appreciate you, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in tonight at 7.30 Central Time. Bro Show out. And we back just like that. Appreciate y'all hanging out there with us tonight. Everybody that's tuned in so far. Our next topic up for tonight going to be one a little hot, hot topic. Um, bad move or bad look. This pertains to the recent hiring, controversial hiring, and timely resignation of the one Art Browse with at Grambling State University. So everybody knows he's infamous for his time as the head coach at Baylor. A couple of things that happened there that no one should have to endure. But he came in, got a lot of pushback. I think the, um, Doug Williams spoke out how he was disappointed with the university and their decision to make him their offense coordinator. Um, said he was done, you know, with Grambling and so on and so forth. So, two, anybody that's watching tonight, how do you feel about our brows signing on. How'd you like that initial signing? And what do you feel about him resigning of Mr. Pressure that he was getting? Um, it was mind boggling to me that Gremlin went in that direction. But came out the but the way the HBCUs have been going and such for them, they're like, hey, this is a hire that we can't refuse. Now, when they hired them, there was no back. I mean, of course, they, they the, the organization hires them. You know what I'm saying? They're not thinking nothing. They're thinking like, hey, HBCUs, this is a school of, for some people, a second chance or, you know, a chance. Right. But then, you know, reality starts to bite, and then you get the lash. It's kind of like you have to let people know of this type of stuff. Though you don't have to let people know this type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and is this a bad situation? Because now it all looks bad. It all looks like a bad move because it just looks like you took the improper steps to get it. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing. You hide them. Everybody was in shock. You get your comments. Now everybody's commenting. And, and Doug Williams is he in the gambling state organization or is he? Man. Doug probably should have sat this one out. 
for one. I understand this is alma mater. He's an alumni, distinguished alumni for that part. Former head coach. Um, definitely made his contribution to Grambling State. But um, he, he probably should have been the one making comments. He worked for one Daniel Snyder for the now Washington Commanders. <laughs> they had their first share of issues up there. Let it be from sexual um, misconduct allegations to racial misconduct allegations. Well, I guess everybody forgot. No, it was it was his former GM of the um, Commanders that John Gruden was cool enough with to have those type of conversations. And Doug's been part of the organization for quite some time now. So I think he probably should have set that one out as far as trying to be the moral police. Um, but I can yeah. understand people's indifference about it. Uh, Anthony says Absolutely. he blames. I made a comment in regards. I didn't mean I thought I was got into the HBCU organization hiring him. He messed Those with are the you, people man. that I no, no, no. I just want to see that. It looked kind of look kind of crazy. So for a second, one second. So yeah, man. Um you Jackson, I mean, you can blame whoever you want, but at the end of the day, man, football teams we know are gonna do what they're gonna have to do to try to get stronger and better. But in this case, you know, when the when the me too culture, the cancer culture, and He's done this before. We don't want his ass. And that's ultimately what this came up to. It did. It did. Um, kind of I'm a little bit indifferent about this. Uh, I can definitely understand from, you know, from the point of view of um, him being at the helm um, and him being part of, um, you know, the trouble, you know, that was going on at Baylor at that particular time. And I can understand people had some hard feelings about that. But I, I, I would, I would say this too. Um, him, it, 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 it says a lot because this is one thing that's going to happen. This is not going to change the plateau or the way people hire coaches. Because there's plenty of other coaches that are dealing with situations just like this man right here. Mm-hmm. But this man was never told he could never coach football again. That's true. So he's on the he's on he's on the he's on the waiver wire and somebody hires him to the point where they're bashing him so much that he says, I don't even want the job no more. And me as a fan, I was looking forward to see what he can do at Gremlin. I think Gremlin was probably going to be paused for a huge year. With, you know, you can say what you want about the guy, but his offense is anywhere he's been is very, very successful. Yeah, um, he made Baylor respectable. Um, no, he was a multi-championship coach in in the Texas high school level at some of the larger classifications. Um, you know, some of his people from his coaching staff uh, at. Uh, Sumlin at U of H, um, Sumlin over a and you know, he had he had a lot of success, and that was from Art Brown's offense. He was kind of one of the, he was kind of one of the, um, one of the pioneers in the spread offense in the um, late nineties, early two thousands. He kind of helped bring that ushering that that into the you know, in the football in general, and I think. I'm going to be honest. 
my university, some of the alma, um, I'm sorry, the alumni rather, they was trying to get him to be the head coach at our school before the you no know, our recent hire. They you know it was rumored that they were going to put up his salary. But the Board of Regents came in and they said that's bad publicity. They had to respect that. So, you know, I don't know if I'm looking at some of the allegations and stuff. Um, you know, the the uh, AD for Baylor, I think they scapegoated him for the most part, to be honest. Yeah, he should have. It's on his watch and it happened. I totally get that. But the AD threw him under the bus and said that they had hashed out an elaborate plan that essentially scapegoated black football players in the football program for being responsible for what was a decades-long university-wide sexual assault scandal, according to the court documents. Um, Browse did turn over documents pursuant to the subpoena, which had not been previously produced by Baylor, so he turned them over. I guess they must have asked the university for it. They didn't turn them over, so he turned them over. And the documents show multiple senior Baylor administrators knew about serial sexual assault in the fall of 2011, but along with Browse failed to act. So that's where he got, that's where he got dinged at right there. Baylor's legal counsel, Christopher Holmes, sent a letter addressed to Browse, clarifying Browse did not fail or discourage victims from reporting to law enforcement or university officials. That was the school's university, I mean, the legal counsel, but it could be them trying to protect themselves, protect their assets, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it definitely is. Smells like it. But since then, he's been at the CFL. He's been at the Italian Football League. He's even coached back at the high school level. So this happened to him back in 2016, 2017. So it's been about five, six years. So here... He'll he'll never get another you know head coaching job at a Division One school again, but at the same time, I don't know. I, at what point in time do you say he's paid his dues to you know, to society? Did you do prison time? If he did prison time, probably. But the fact that he's still in this ground golf green earth probably won't get that sniff ever again. He sure. probably coached high school in Port Warner and all that stuff. You know, what I'm saying that's just more than you know, it's more of your own doing, but. And on other levels, they're probably gonna be like, "Nah, we ain't gonna risk that." And I agree with Anthony. Um, he blamed Hugh Jackson, stupid ass. I think Hugh failed to throw out feelers because when he got hired, it came out of nowhere. It's like, boom, a new OC, Art Browse. Everybody like, whoa, where that come from? <laughs> so I think he misgazed it there. And I hope for Hugh's sake, that's not a precursor to what his coaching career is about to be at, at Grambling. <laughs> He can't have he can't afford that. That's a that was a huge misstep. And now they got to find a new OC. Now they gotta find a new OC. Cause you that that could have if you a young quarterback, a young quarterback with aspirations of going to the next level. Hugh Jackson is your head coach. Or Broad is your OC. Where you gonna go? You more than likely you're gonna go to Grambling. I think that's gonna hurt them on the recruiting side as well. Yeah, it's gonna do a lot of things for them because they question themselves like who y'all gonna bring in here? Who's this guy gonna bring in next? Because right now, 
they losing ground to Jackson State and the Tennessee States. I know Grambling doing their thing, but right now all the attention and focus is on Jackson State for the, the quality of, of, of recruits they're bringing in. So, yeah, you got Hugh in there, but how much huge could they have? It can have potentially been with your head coach and your OC of that caliber. He's bringing those coaches in so Dion can beat all on all of them, so he can look and make his resume look better. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Let's look at some of these comments from um, some of the people in our group. Um. So first of all. Uh, shout out to Brandon Keith Lacey's senior. He says, sometimes we can be our yeah. own worst enemy. Um, he said, and this is from the, the, uh, the actual comment from our brows. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of your coaching staff at Gremlin State University. Unfortunately, I feel like I feel that my continued presence will be a distraction to you and your team, which is the last thing that I want. I have the utmost respect for, for the university and your players. Art. So how you feeling about that comment? The comment, man, by him, I feel he just he just he just couldn't deal with it. Just couldn't deal with it. Seems like somebody that was trying to get back to that level got a job, and then they they you know, and then the campus and everybody else around him shitted on him. You know what I'm saying? And, and like we said, it's not to he shouldn't be shitted on, but he got hired as a coach. Like you know what I'm saying? He you would feel that you know. That's something that the college probably talks about or stuff like that as a whole. But you don't really think that because the kids, the students don't matter. But when this situation in this world, man, the students do matter. The athletes of the schools do matter. All that stuff matters. The general public's opinions matter. And that's ultimately why this man is not going to be a coach at all this season at a D1 level. Those opinions do matter, like you say. That's why... These professional teams and these uni- um, and universities that have PR departments and PR directors, because people's opinions do matter. Um, Brandon says there was not going to be a defense in the swag that was going to stop that offense. Would have easily got a couple of receivers and a QB drafted. Oh yeah. Said, Facts, bro, like next level offense, but behind some nonsense. Doug Williams had the nerve to say something, and he works for Dan Snyder. That part. Um, I don't know. You know yeah, talk about that because he won a championship, probably. Yeah, yeah. Come you on, think he dog. ever gets another shot anywhere else as far as college, or he just gonna be something? Well, you did mention. You think he's going to be resigned to Pop Warner in high school? Yeah, I think I think that can be the options and all that. Like I said, man, you could build that all up again and then probably get a coaching job. But by that time, you'll probably be too old. So if you love the game, you're just going to try to coach at any stake, you know, saying to just be in. Yeah, but regardless, right your name's now, still going to ring. Your name's still going to ring when it comes to even if you're playing, even if you're, you're teaching young players how to progress their games and get to the next level. You know, it's always ways to get in there. Right, there's always ways to still continue the success, even if it's not on the top notch. You know what I'm saying, NFL wise or NCAA. He coached at Houston and he coached at Baylor. 
His college record is 99 and 65. His high school record is 166 and 46. And here's what's crazy about this. When he was in high school, he went from running a wishbone offense to the multiple offense that uses shotgun and different kinds of snaps. That's ingenuity, man. Right. That's why that guy RG3 was able to fly. <laughs> That's crazy. But we shall see what happens to him. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll probably say the only thing that I didn't like about some of the comments that I saw, and it just me, is it was made into a race type of a situation. Yeah, and all it had to be was if you want to talk about the prior allegations, I right, but it's this like thing, and it's such that it comes from an ace, you know, comes from that type of atmosphere because right, you know. You kind of lace yourself as you know, saying the ones with unity and stuff like that. And I mean, I guess it wasn't unified enough to break this situation, at least for yeah. the moment. At least for it the wasn't. moment. Yeah, it's you know, just stick to the to the thing at hand. It was a bad look by the university. They didn't they didn't throw the feelers out to check it. But as far as you know, we shouldn't be giving you know, a white coach the opportunity at a black university. But you know, there's some situations where we got young men that got records coming out of high school and they're given opportunities to play. And I went to school with a whole bunch of them in Kingsville. They had records. Our head coach was white and they knew they had records. So, you know, it, you can't use it in one situation and not use it in the other. That's, you know, that, to me, that's being a hypocrite. It's just me. Don't be one of those. Don't be one of those. Not a good look, man. Makes you look like a hater. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Uh, we're going to take hat. our last break for the night. The last one probably going to upset some of uh, a majority of our group. Cause we about to get ready to clown. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go. We clowning, man. Um, we'll, we'll be back wait, about okay. 15 to 20. <laughs> What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man, go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? And we're back for the last segment, man. So... What would it be without the, our, uh, us two resident America teams fans, man, not having a little bit of fun at our beloved New Orleans Saints brethren's expense? Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras, I'm not away to everybody in New Orleans. Happy Mardi Gras, man. Can I get a king cake? Can somebody set me up a king cake, man? I can't come down there right now. I'm in Massachusetts. Somebody send me a king cake. <laughs> And this one is a possible changing of the guard. So uh, <laughs> this is kind of interesting. I don't know. I still think the bags are in their near future. But this one is from Sh uh, Shada Marley, big contributor for especially on Tuesday nights. He says, hell to the no, keep his ass where he's, where he's at. And this is um, 
a proposed blockbuster trade rumor, I think it's a rumor, that has Baker Mayfield landing with the New Orleans Saints. I think he is done in uh, Cleveland. I think he got a lot of too much praise or too much undeserved praise. He arrived and hadn't done anything, but I digress. Baker, 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 Baker. To New Orleans, that's going to be career breaking. Because you're messing with fans now that really, really, really. No, not, not. I, I, he, he can't. I do not want Baker. If the Saints do demise, I do not want Baker Mayfield to be part of that situation. Only reason why Baker Mayfield will be part of that situation is because when you list the list of team, when you name the list of teams, they're going to be very, very ideal. The Saints are. You know why? Because they don't have a quarterback. They have a guy, James Winston, who we don't know is going to be a Saint next year. We got Taysom yeah. Hill. He plays every other position but the QB, but they say he's a good QB. Um, and Ian Book, just a book right now, and he's going to be Ian for the rest of his life. So if you want to bring somebody in who actually better than them all, I would do it. I would bring in Bacon Mayfield. That's what I can get because you ain't getting nobody else. <laughs> Unless you say the collateral for a draft pick and moving up, but who's the QB in the draft that you really want? Nobody I would move up for. You better wear these bags. You better ba- wear these bags faithfully. Wear them proudly. And the bag season will be over in a few years. All you need to say is about three or four years in the bags to realize what the mistakes you made in the prior years, keeping true breeze and that bum shoulder. You know what I'm saying? And then he almost destroyed himself. And y'all still allowed him to keep playing football, thinking y'all was going to get Super Bowl when he was, you know, on rest. Like, there's so many things wrong with the Saints, as well as other teams in the NFL. But right now, with the cap issue and, you know, the Kamara situation and, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in New England right now. But I would take Baker Mayfield. I would. I would look at that. And you look at salary, too. You know, what yep. you got to pay. You know, hopefully, you know, Cleveland works with you. So, you know, Cleveland can give him that little chump change and you can send him right to New Orleans. I agree. Um Something that was interesting that I saw was yesterday or today it was yesterday. I saw a headline that said that the Saints may sign Jameis. I'm like, who else you gonna bring in there? I mean, yeah, I mean, on that behalf, be smart. But then they gotta realize if you got those two guys in there, you can't allow Taysom Hill to be third fiddle in it. And this is kind of why the Taysom Hill kind of distinct to me, man. Like real talk, like Saints might have to move him. Yeah, but who's going to take them? You, yeah. Who's going to take any of these guys on their team? That's the whole thing. Who's going <laughs> to take any of these guys on their team? You have to somewhat sell tickets. Michael Thomas is coming back. He's in the gym now. He's getting buff. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he's getting full. You know, and. So did Brazingas at one point in time, but I digress. <laughs> now he's a wizard. I haven't heard from him since he left Dallas. Kind of, kind of weak, man. And, and and what is gonna be the kicker is when it's finally time for Cleveland to get rid of him. You know he's going to a shitty team. Yeah, we won't talk about the other shitty teams right now, but New Orleans is definitely on the radar. You think? You think Michael Thomas is gonna be able to return the form? He ain't played in almost two years. 
he'll come back to somewhat form. He'll he'll come back to somewhat form. Now, in terms of producing and all that extra stuff, maybe on the low side. But hey, the bag's already been distributed. <laughs> yeah, he's living off that bag. How you think the Saints gonna do this year? Honestly. Five wins. Yeah, I think they're gonna be in for uh four five. I don't know. Four, that five. defense is still stout. Four or five. But what's, their, but what's their offensive identity? That's what the thing is. What's their offensive identity? It depends on what type of QB they get. If they get a Baker Mayfield, then I mean Ha, but think ha, yeah, that's tough, man. Because the the pieces that you had in Cleveland compared to the pieces that are in New Orleans or offense, all all New and New Orleans gets a person like that, they have to believe in them. And that's I only think they would go get them like that because they believe in them, and that staff somewhat believes in them. They're gonna have to believe in somebody. I want to throw a wild card out there to you, only because I know he's available. Only because I know, if I'm not mistaken, he won't be too expensive. Would you be surprised if somebody like Carson Wentz showed up in New Orleans? No, I would not. Somebody trying to find their their, their zone, their groove. Maybe he needs to go somewhere where he's not familiar with coaches and systems and things like that. that maybe part. he needs to go somewhere. Maybe he needs to go somewhere where he needs to feel really finally choose himself and not have a bib over his neck to eat. That part, I think he does need a, a completely a true fresh start. Jason Hill is like an old discounted king cake. It just ain't right to pay for it. <laughs> How much are old discounted king cakes, man? Because Tasty got a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. And you know, something, and and it ties into it. You know, you got the uncertainty. You know, you might be able to get break. You might give up. You know, what you're going to give up for him. But I don't think it's going to matter too much who your QB is. Because another. Now, Mickey Loomis is great. And he's a salary cap wizard. He makes he, he moves stuff around. He gets them under the salary cap. I know they had a lot of restructures recently. I think they're now under like 34, 36 million under the cap or something like that right now. When it was over by, by a considerable amount. But again, just kicking the can down there. But you normally do that when you feel like the team is in a position. Well, two reasons. They in a position to compete now. I don't think the Saints are. Or you still got to find some way to try to fill the team to be competitive. Exactly. So you got to keep the players right. that you have, but you got to free up money to get some, some decent players in. But another move that I saw that they did that kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit is um, they named Chris Richard and Ryan Nielsen as co-defensive coordinators. That means that are they being cheap with money? Cheap with money? 
or you're too too large to to, to both players. Don't want to hurt nobody' feelings. Right. Hopefully, hopefully the the the, the defensive um portion of the team keeps that same energy they did last year because they're gonna need it. Yep. Because yep. the whole two coaches coaching the same thing stuff can get kind of tricky sometimes. Depending on who you are. Yeah. And and ultimately, New Orleans is Mardi Gras today. Wear those beads proudly and represent your team, win or lose. Because in August, September, October, November, we don't want to see no crying Saints fans because y'all knew this was going to happen already. You know they like to disappear. <laughs> yeah. Like the guy, there's one guy named Leroy. He's not here tonight. He disappeared. <laughs> I think, and I saw today that the, I, I think they're going to be playing a game in in London or Germany or something. It's this coming. Jaguars, oh, oh, the Saints are yeah, the Saints. Oh my God, they're gonna get mocked. In, they're gonna get mocked in Germany. You know, the first thing that came out my mind when I saw that, <laughs> <laughs> they get ready to have. To, they get ready to take them traveling bags, Bill. <laughs> and them drums. <laughs> they gonna be travel ready, man. Hey, some of these Saints, you young Saint fans, y'all haven't been in this position before. <laughs> Since y'all was, you know, some 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 youngins like in junior high or whatever. Now you've grown. You've only known your team to win. You know, some now. old heads like myself. We remember the bad days growing up. Oh, they say like we laugh when all the Murado be going on, like the audacity. <laughs> Y'all don't Yo. know where you really came from, huh? <laughs> hey man, good thing for them. Tom Brady left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get some more little, little uprise. Hey man, the same no, 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 man. But they beat Brady during regular season. Remember that? They might win the division now. They might be the division champs now. That's what Saints fans are gonna think now. Saints fans are gonna think they won the division. They, they don't care about the nope. mess that's going on right now. Nope. <laughs> Somehow, some way, the Falcons gonna win the division next year. Yo, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Remember all that laughing they did, talking about how bad the NFC East was. <laughs> Might be bad this year. No Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. We don't know who's gonna be there. It might be somebody surprises. We never know, but I heard Blaine Gabbert. I heard Blaine Gabbert might hold the helms. <laughs> but I heard Bruce Arians was saying something the other day, like, "Oh, Blaine hasn't had a good team around him, so we don't really know his potential." He don't mean it. Bruce <laughs> Arians about to get fired. He's trying to help that young man with his confidence. That ain't gonna help. Insane. Well, man, who you got for shout outs tonight, man? Shout out to the people and only the people. You know why? Because without the people, we can't proceed to give y'all what you need. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to you. Shout out to you as well, coach, for providing the platform tonight, man. Being here ready early. I jumped in. He was already ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, let's go. You know, so again, man, shout out to everybody tuning in, man. You know what I'm saying? You can follow us, you know, on all streaming platforms. Tune us out. It was lovely to catch us. I was on Apple the other day. I was just listening to some shows, man. It's good to hear yourself. 
You know, if y'all want to hear us, you know, go on Apple, you go on Spotify, you go on Google, you know what I'm saying? You can catch us here on Facebook, you know, you can catch us on Instagram with some, you know, highlights and stuff like that. So tune in, show love. No doubt. We'll be shocked. Man, shout out to you, brother. Appreciate you hopping on here with us tonight, as always. I know um, you was off today. Appreciate you hanging out with us on this Taco Tuesday, uh, Fat Tuesday evening. Um, right. Our squads play each other right now. They they playing each other right now. Oh, man. Dallas Mavericks, I think, are a five-point favorite against the Lakers tonight. We are depleted tonight. Lakers will win by 12 tonight. By against 12. Dallas. We okay. will beat Dallas by at least 10 points tonight. We are not going to give up against these guys tonight, but Luca will have a show tonight. And hopefully it doesn't get too ugly for my Lakers, man. We've been losing a lot of games, but I haven't been really paid much attention to it. But since I'm paying attention now and my eyes is back on you, L.A., it's time to make the dice bounce, four, five, six. It ain't over. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so appreciate y'all tuning in with us tomorrow is a number basketball show hopefully we'll be talking about how Luca and the crew may easy work on the late show <laughs> I might have to wear a New Orleans Saints bag tomorrow that's the case ooh don't do it like that but I make sure y'all tune in <laughs> 730 Hang out with your boys. All the other type of stuff we like to do. But hey, we appreciate y'all. As always, like, comment, subscribe, share. Everybody that hung out with us now. Hold on, gotta get these folks some shout outs real fast, man. Yeah, uh, shout out to Dominique, Anthony, Cedric, uh, my brother Ali, Bernard, my bad. <laughs> right. But uh, shout out to y'all hanging out with us now. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. With that being said, be here tomorrow, tomorrow, peace. Wow.